All right, we're live. Okay. This is episode four. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I start every single episode like, wow, because I am so surprised that Me too. I've been as consistent as I've been on anything with this. <laughs> so thank you. No, thank you. This is exciting. And, and keeping me um, accountable. That's for sure. Likewise. And but this is something really fun to show up to every single day, to tell you the truth. Yeah. It's like I was saying, I like... I was thinking last night about putting the headphones on and hearing my voice through the microphone and <laughs> how much I actually like it, you know? No, I look forward to to this. Yeah, to, me too. Yeah. Me too. It's a good feeling. It's good to be here. It's good to do like the work to that goes into it. And we've also shot we've shot more than than we're on. So this is episode 4, but we've shot a few extra. Yeah. Um, that I'm excited to put out when when we can announce those guests and get them on here. Yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> that was really really um, uncomfortable at first, for sure, to just like ask questions because now we're the media. It feels like. Yeah, like I've never interviewed someone. <laughs> right. I don't know what I'm doing. Right, but in that uncomfortableness, it's like ah, it feels good to like grow in something else. That's for yeah. sure. It does. It does. And it was cool to like excite somebody and get information from them and, and ask them questions that maybe they haven't been asked, you know? That's very true. Yeah. Today we're talking about the ego. And when you hit me and said that you you were inspired to talk about this, I was like, wow. Like, once I even saw it in the text message, I was like, yo, that's it. You know what's funny is I hit you and said that i think f there's two things subconsciously one i know how much you bring that word up mm -hmm. so i think just knowing you i just I just was thinking about things to talk about and i just brought that up and the second was i don't know i i, I didn't know anything about the ego like mm -hmm. i i really didn't look into it ever mm. and i wonder if that comes from a place of fear because i probably know deep down how much it's my ego sticks its neck out in places that it doesn't belong oh for sure bro i think yeah. we all operate yeah. in it more than we would like to admit it's everywhere there's so many examples yeah. of them i'm embarrassed to talk about them. yeah it's like i'm not an expert right on this subject but just even doing a little bit of research and looking into it and watching some videos and reading some articles and reading a little bit of a book i was like i'm fucked <laughs> <laughs> i'm just fucked my shit is everywhere but you know what did excite me what so um i went <clears throat> once you said that i went and immediately started like watching videos on ego Mm -hmm. And I came across this one video from this therapist and life coach named Julia Christina. Mm -hmm. That's her name. And she said, these are four signals um, that you can use to kind of check yourself when you feel like you're operating in ego or you're operating in your true um, yeah. self. Yeah. And in the ego, she she described the, these things, the four P's. <laughs> She said, in whatever decision or situation, the first one is, what are you trying to protect? Are mm -hmm. you trying to protect um, your other people's um, perception of you? Are you trying to protect, like, what is it that you're trying to, to protect right. from, from, um, from somebody or from, from, from people? And then she said, um, what are you trying to prove? What are you trying to prove to people in whatever this situation is? Right. What are you trying to prove to yourself? What are you trying to prove to others? What are you trying to prove to society? And then she said, who are you trying to please? Mm -hmm. Like, who are you trying to please in this situation? Who, who, you know, what is it that, because a lot of people are self, are pleasers. Mm -hmm. And, like, they want to make sure everybody likes them and make sure, like, everybody, you know, is happy. Right. Um, and then... She said, um, also, what are you trying to perfect? That was the fourth one. Like, what is it that you're trying to make sure that it's just so, like, yeah, perfect to the point where, like, there are no flaws in it? Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, dog. Yeah, like, where do these, these, 
what are you so scared of that that you you'll feel like oh like if it's not perfect then you know mm-hmm. the it, the the idea of of what I'm trying to protect or what I'm trying yeah. to is 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 destroyed. I'm like oh shit. You know what's like you, even saying talking about those four subjects, which I really do want to dive into. I immediately think about what is the practice that can get you to think about those four things right? before the ego does whatever monstrous thing it does. Like, like the thing just comes out of nowhere. That's what I've realized. And it doesn't, it, it's almost like you don't notice it until it's too late. Right. It's very true. And when I hear even like those practices, which all seem extremely reasonable, yeah. it's like, can I be like ego pause? Okay. Let me go through the four P's and then let me, respond right. you know or do or, or act but then but then she was like okay these are four c's that you oh, can no. yeah that <laughs> you can use when you when you feel like you're to to tell the difference between operating in your true self or your ego mm-hmm. she said the c's were what are you trying to create i was like oh wow so that like when she said create i was like that makes so much sense of what we're doing right now right like, because that was something that I feared of. It's like, am I operating my ego trying to right. you know, do a podcast or trying to do like, like, why am I doing it? Mm-hmm. Like, am I sure I'm doing it to, to help people? And, and like, right. And, and, um, and, and even before I said, before I heard her say create, I was like, this, it all just feels so natural mm-hmm. while we're doing this because yeah. it feels like we're, we're like operating and I just, I think we're just excited. excited and it's yeah. uncomfortable yeah it's not something that we want like we're not like i ah, yeah, can't yeah. wait to talk <laughs> yeah. that's not it we're definitely doing this to like to 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 make sure that we're doing our part yeah so that felt good and then um the other c was how are you contributing like mm-hmm. i was like oh wow uh, yeah makes so much sense and then the other one was how are you trying to connect like are you trying to connect Right. And whatever it is that you're trying to do. And then what are you trying to build? What are you trying to cultivate? What are you trying to cultivate? What are you trying to build? Yeah. Okay. This makes sense. Yeah. Uh, it makes so much sense to me, but like pressing pause though, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever be able to like, yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. The, the four C's are definitely, it's, I feel like good to think about those things a lot. Yeah. And sometimes it's not until, something you've accomplished or done is gone too far where you get to come back and think about those four C's. Like I've, I've had moments over this last year where I felt like I accomplished something I really wanted to accomplish professionally. And what happened after was I felt nothing. Mm -hmm. And I think that that looking into it now and even hearing, you know, her talk about that stuff. It's like, I, I, I think at those times I didn't feel anything because I didn't have those four C's. I was driven by my ego in certain ways. Mm-hmm. So once I drove my ego and my ego drove me to the place that I thought I wanted to be and I got there to a degree, I was kind of like, okay, what's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Like what I actually need or want is probably pretty minimal. Yeah. So when I get more than that, what do I do with it? Right. And, and it's something I've thought about a lot, even just the last two days coming into here was like, I want to still accomplish things. I don't think that you necessarily need an ego to accomplish things, No, but I want to have those four C's thought about constantly as I go into accomplishing things. What am I going to do with my accomplishments? How am I going to help other people? Why am I creating? How am I going to give back to my community and my circle? And that's like, what I really, really hope is fulfilled whenever I have next levels of accomplishment. Definitely. You know? Um, and it's just, yeah, you know, it's like, cause you get to this place where you just, you just think about, all right, cool. I got there. Now what? No. Yeah. I felt like I was operating my ego all the way up until maybe like two years ago. Yeah. I just wanted to be successful. I wanted these things. Um, that I felt like meant success to me for so long. And then Mm -hmm. it's funny because once you, once, like you said, um, in, in one of our other episodes, you were just like, 
being humbled, it it's almost like an awakening happens when you're yeah. humble. Like when yeah. your exterior reality is shaken for some reason, uh, that's when like you're yeah. awake. When everything's going smooth, you're just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't want, you don't you don't you you don't look for anything deeper. Yeah, you're like the, being humbled will 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 fight your insecurities Security for is, you. Yeah, and yeah. and it gets you to a place where you like your 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 foundation shaking so much you you look for more yeah like something else has to be out there if 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 this is it now i want to see what else there has to be more there has to be a better you know uh, there has to be a purpose yeah it definitely does there definitely has to be a purpose and you know just to be clear to anybody watching because it's funny when i started diving into this topic Mm -hmm. like i said the word kind of meant nothing. I wonder if I avoided ever going to figure out the word because I knew that it was, had overtaken me in certain ways. And I, it was like my ego, not wanting to explore ego, Yeah, you know, but when I started doing it, the first thing was like, I stumbled upon kind of the def, like the more scientific or psychological definition of like, I guess ID ego and super ego. Mm -hmm. And it was super fascinating in its own right. And I think we should talk about that one day because they sort of think, you know, in in the way that it's viewed in that world is that the ID is kind of what I think we think of the ego as, which is sort of like your natural qualities that you have at birth that like are in you. Mm -hmm. And then your ego is actually supposed to check and be like, and check those qualities when they're acting irrationally and be like this sense of reason and be like your kind of guide, yeah. right? But what I think we're talking about is ego in the sense of like, you know, being self-absorbed and arrogant and super overconfident. Oh, and, yeah. you know, like, I think that's what we're we're intending to talk about. Um, and, you know, I f- know for me that when I started really looking into it, I realized I was glad because I felt like this thing literally has ruled my life in so many ways yeah it's brought fear into my life it's brought i think in a lot of ways addiction into my life it's brought insecurity it's allowed me to compare myself to other people that i don't even know you know and it's done all of these things that it's weird i I think I felt like at times were natural and were supposed to be happening to drive me further, probably on a pursuit of achieving success or getting money or something. And then just a little bit of research and being just where I'm at in life right now, I guess I sort of realized that, wait, fuck all of those things. Fuck whatever this thing is doing is actually just getting in the way of accomplishing things I actually want. 100%. And that was like the best realization I had over the last few days as we kind of dive into this because I thought I was just going to do some research. We were going to talk about it. And then I like really like couldn't even sleep last night. Cause I was like, Oh, I've been fucked. No, that's what I'm saying. When you, when you asked me about it, I thought you had maybe done a little bit, but like, word just sounded good. Yeah. Like now (laughs) that you like, God, bro, it's, it's scary when you, when you really go into it and look at all of the decisions that you've made out of it. And, um, but the first, the first step is, is, is having enough ego to, to, I mean, having not enough ego to like, look at yourself and be like, yeah. okay, yeah, like that's something that I know I operated in that way. Now I can fix it. Yeah. Cause I think in all of my relationships for sure, I operated in ego. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> just, just, uh, just wanting to, to protect the idea of me and wanting to protect the the um the perception of like what I should be and how I should act mm-hmm. I think I've done it in my career as well it it, it didn't happen I didn't really stop c- caring about it and I, and, and I won't I won't I won't lie and say I don't care yeah you know as I don't care about it sometimes, but as I've gotten older and as I've like learned that it's there, it's just like, it's like a thing that you can see kind of hangs out with you. It always wants you to to peer pressure you into something bad. (laughs) 
And then you have to just be like, nah, it's like, what yeah. do I really want to do? Like, yeah. What do I really want to move forward? What do I really want to like, like, how do I really want to operate? You know what yeah. I'm saying? How is it going to really, really help, help us? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a huge, a, a huge example is with even on the label side when it came to Jonah and like us bringing Jonah in, mm. the ego would have been like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you know, not like now you get what I'm saying would have been like, what do you mean? He wasn't it. Nah, dog. Yeah. How is that going to help us though? Connect. Yeah. How is that going to help us push everything forward? Bro? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, but it's so many times the ego will creep up on you. You'd be like, but what if not? Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> well, what are you really trying to accomplish though? Yeah. End of the day? What is your purpose, bro? Like, Yeah. Well, I think, it, and it's a good place to start. Cause I think in with what we do and in, our business, which is the business I know, so yeah. maybe applies to every other business. I don't, I don't, I can't say for sure, but in our business and in entertainment, it's like it's so apparent. That's the other thing you guys like how much it's driven by. And I was talking to somebody the other day about living in LA, and I love certain things about LA. I'm, it's not like a, a diss to LA or whatever, but one of the things is that I think is toxic about the environment is how much value it places on who somebody is. Mm -hmm. And it's just sort of inherently like flawed to me when I think about it, because it's like, I wouldn't trade my life with anybody. Yeah. Right. That's too much risk. Forget about it. Just being weird. That's too much risk. Mm -hmm. I know who I am to a degree. Certain things I'm super comfortable with. I have a lot of things to work out, but I wouldn't go and trade with anybody. Yeah. So why am I comparing myself to anybody? That's very interesting. And when I think of like LA or not just LA, but our business, right? It's so driven by, and I'll speak for myself, but I I feel like I see it around me at times. It's like we're comparing ourselves to other people, what other people have, what other people show that they have. Yeah. Whether it's something as great as happy family or just houses and cars and money, right? And... For some reason, that has this ability to make us envious mm-hmm. at times. Again, I'll sp- sorry, I'll speak for myself. It makes uh, I me mean, envious uh, at for times. For sure, I can, you know? I can attest. Dog. Every time I look at a Billboard award mm-hmm. or this or that or power player thing, I get fucking pissed. Yeah. Still, I don't know why. Same. <laughs> Even <laughs> with as, as much you know research I've done on my ego and how I try to check it, the competitiveness in me is like, well, hey, what? You yeah. Know? But why am I trying to compare myself to anybody? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, why am I really doing this? Well, that's what the comparison thing for me comes down to. Forget just even the business. Okay, cool. Somebody can have something in business that I admire. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, uh, being envious maybe is an initial feeling, but really it's like, it's admiration, yeah. you know? And, but then I just think about like, I'm comparing, like, where's the line of me comparing myself to that person when I have no idea what that person goes through, when I have no idea what that person has dealt with in the past, when I have no idea what that person's mind works like. And again, it just leads me back to like, if I could even figure out all of those things and God himself or herself came down and said, you can take this as far as you want and become that person. I would say, no, like I'd be smoking crack to do that. You know what I mean? Like, so why even start along that path yeah. of looking into all of these things when I, especially when 95% of the time, I don't really know these people. That's very true. Doug. You know, and that's really what I was thinking about because I was thinking about the world we work in and what we do and other people that are in our age or that we started with or that, you know, just, I have a certain idea about just based off the little bit of information that I have on them or the Mm -hmm. things that I observe over time with social media or their clients or their business or what other people say about them. And then I put this whole story and narrative together. Yeah. And like, that is my ego doing all of that. Definitely. At the end of the day, (laughs) you know, for sure. Cause I don't want anything to do with that. That, No, you don't, you don't, but it is something that, that you, you kind of, I think that we all kind of build a narrative to kind of help us. Yeah. Give us a like. A but push. is it helping us? 
That's know. the thing. Do you need that to be pushed? That's that's the thing. I haven't went that deep yet, man. <laughs> that's what I I've been thinking about. Deep. Because I think I think in real life, we'll saying it out loud. I think I think that uh, I think that I don't trust myself enough. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But what do you mean you don't trust yourself enough? I don't trust. What does that have to do in in the sense of what we're talking about with? Just some of the other people. and what Because I think the ego usually comes in when you don't feel worthy of something. Right. Yeah. You don't feel worthy. You don't feel worthy of, of this. You don't feel worthy of that. That's when the ego comes in to give you that, that boost. Yeah. So it's really, it's really comes down to trusting yourself yeah. to be able to, to show up. Okay, so that's interesting because I was thinking about that this morning and I was literally writing because I was trying to think about where I stand on this because I kind of wanted to be like, oh, I see both sides. Ego could be super positive too. And then I decided, no, I'm taking a side. (laughs) And the side I'm taking is, (laughs) the side I'm taking is just, no, it doesn't need to be there. You, like, it's okay if you feel this way. It doesn't make you as, 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 you know. But it doesn't need to be there. Yeah, like as my dad will say, like, it doesn't make you a bad person to think this way. But I'm telling you, I don't think, for me personally, what I decided today and what I hope I stick to in my actions and my feelings and I hope that that it becomes integrated in me Mm -hmm. is that I don't need the ego to, to push me like that. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. When it does that, when I'm driven by my ego, it's because of toxic indicators in my life. And then I'm driven towards something I don't actually care about no. deep down. I, I agree 100% because, you know, <clears throat> I've used it in, in so many ways to push myself to prove something to other people, right. to prove something. But like what I can tell you from it, from a, from, ex, from experience is that I'm the happiest mm-hmm. when I'm not in it. Yeah. When I'm just helping somebody with advice or when I'm helping somebody who hit me on clubhouse or, or slid my DM and said they saw something I, I said, or that and sitting down with them and getting on zoom with them for an hour. That yeah. is like life changing. to yeah. me. That is more than any money or anything that, that could ever be, you know, yeah given in this in this world like that is when i feel the best so it's like when i'm operating in that place of like oh i want to make as much money as possible or oh i want to be i want this and that it's not a yeah doesn't feel good it's stressful too so stressful and i just don't know where it actually leads you you know i think everybody's different yeah you know but that's the thing is like you hear the stories of you hear stories of people that get so far at something. I think it can lead you into an idea of what you may mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. success is yeah. to you. But then once you get there, like I said, like life, I think life needs to go like this. Like you need yeah. to like, I don't yeah. want things to just be like calm. There's no learning there. There's no yeah. like growth there. Mm-hmm. When things like, but I also think that people, people connect this, their life going like this to unhappiness. And I don't think there's a, a correlation Yeah. to like trials and tribulations and your happiness. Like mm-hmm. that, that shouldn't be how it should be. It yeah. should, your life should be, you should accept like how life is going to go. It's, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. There's never going to be just like a smooth going, mm-hmm. but that shouldn't affect yeah. how you know, your happiness and like, you know, how you love and how you, how you operate through the world. You know, you just. Makes sense. Absorb it. (laughs) That's the thing. Like you have to be able to sit back on what's happening, good or bad with humility. That's all. And you have to just take it in and give it time to process Mm -hmm. no matter what it is, you know? And I think like if you have the ability or you learn to do that, you probably are, you're always going to have the ups and downs, but overall you'll see things going in an upward trend. trend. But if you true. get really caught on those downs yeah. and you spiral and you don't observe the ups yeah. because of whatever reason, 
then you probably view life on a downward trend. Then you can get into the whole topic of how that brings other people around you that suck even more energy out of you and, you know, help pull you down further versus pushing you up further. Yeah. Um, But we can both agree that operating out of the ego, it, it feels better. It does. You're saying operating out of it? Yeah. As in without it? Yeah, without okay. it. It just yeah. it, it does feel better. I will yeah. say that. But it's hard because it's uh, it has golden handcuffs. And, Ooh, that's you a know, good one. it can like, it can definitely, it can definitely grab you and bring you to certain environments and make you think that you have certain, if you just do this, you'll get there. If you just do that, you'll get there. Yeah. But it's like... You have to just, I don't know, that that is where it becomes a slippery slope. I don't, you know. Yeah, because I think, I also think, like, people can be very, very fearful yeah. of being vulnerable and taken advantage of that just operating in a place of, like, not wanting anything other than, like, the goodness and yeah. the kindness of you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. is like, well, I don't want to be too nice or I don't want to be too this, like, mm-hmm. or I'll get taken advantage of or I'll get stepped on or like, but I mean, I think that's a myth because usually when you're kind, mm-hmm. things kind of open up for you. Yeah, I think so. I, I still struggle with it sometimes because sometimes I realize, like, okay, I was being a little too businessy quote-unquote just trying to go after certain things and accomplishments but what was the path i was taking there and i'm usually just trying to be super straightforward hey person x i'm working on y and z we can you know we can help each other and that's cool you know sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but i also get nervous of taking that route of becoming really good friends with people at times or even knowing how to if i'm being honest i'm not a natural at just like building these really strong relationships that feel super strong just knowing at the end of the day that business or whatever gets involved in what we do and i i think it comes out of a place where i've personally felt super let down and burnt at times Mm. so i'm trying to just be less emotional and more about let's be honest we're here to do business and that's okay, that you know, is, I think, but I I'm think, struggling with that right now. And I have examples I, <laughs> and people I thought were friends and people, you know, it's just, it, it, it kind of is like baked heavily into my life at this moment. And I'm trying to kind of figure it out and I'm not, you know, I'm not changing much up, but I'm just watching that so closely. I think because th- what I can tell you is being a person who's tried to just do things the right way and 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 live my life in a way of even when it comes to business in a way of just looking how can I make sure that that person is good mm-hmm. and that they aren't they don't feel taken advantage of yeah that's like one of the most important things to me because I, I don't really care if you think that you're taking advantage of me or I, I the intentions of other people never really bother me mm. It's all about me because I can control that. Yeah. That's something super important to me. It's like, okay, how can I control how I operate through this this situation? Because um that that is the most important thing to me. But I also I know that there's a there 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 are certain you need certain personalities. Like mm-hmm. you need people who are like super business savvy and super like, you know, this is how it is and dots all the x's and like you need that but i feel like you also need people like me yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying just yeah. to kumbaya and just to be, <laughs> you know what i'm saying and just to be like yo what are we really doing yeah here? you know yeah and you know I, I used to be like but i need both because i want this. yeah because you want to be wanna, that other yeah, thing. yeah i want because i see what that other thing brings yeah you know what i'm saying i because i come i I countlessly compare myself to other executives and what they have and like the money that they have and, and the, the success that they have. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, maybe if I had a little bit more cutthroat in me, it, it would get me there first. But like, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Not natural. I know it's not natural. And I'm happy. 
I'm yeah. happy in my in my in my in myself and and am at my pace. So yeah, it's like it's like you don't have ego in this regard, and I do. So, <laughs> so hearing you talk about it is like, oh fuck, that's what someone who doesn't have ego in this regard sounds like. No, but you it's know? Just, it's but it's a person, but. I have it a lot of times. Dog. I have yeah. a, I have to shut it down a lot of times because I see certain things or like when you're around certain people, they'll try to like they'll try to project their feelings on you Constantly. of like, well, they're taking advantage of you or well, they're doing this or like, and you like, you don't really feel yeah. you don't I don't really care though yeah. I don't really care, and for me to actually care, that's unnatural. Yeah, it's unnatural for me to be in a place of like, what if they're really doing? I don't I don't care, dog. I don't Mm -hmm. really care. So it's just like I I have to I have to like continuously remind myself Mm -hmm. of like. P, what's really important to you? Like, like what do you really want and how how is how is whatever it is that you feel a way about? How is it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can. You said, you know, you said you can only control yourself and your intentions intentions. that's all and that is definitely such an easy way to look at it you know it's like the like visually i think of like a person moving around in a crowded room or place and everybody else is on one of those like sped up time lapses yeah and you're just like noticing what everybody's doing you know um (laughs) and you kind of you kind of have to take that approach at times because if you let people project on you and you you try to soak it all in, which, you know, this is part of like, I don't know if we all have this. I definitely have it where it's like this codependent thing where you try to take everything in from other people. It's just overwhelming. It's too much, you know, but it is is interesting, you know, and, and before when you were talking about just the four P's and you mentioned like, perfection or Mm -hmm. or whatever you know i think that this is like one of the areas for ego that i really landed on because i think that the ego obviously puts a lot of pressure on us to be perfect that's why i was operating in it by not like embracing us doing this because i just wanted it to be so right but now got you know exactly. children's toys in the room <laughs> you know and what I'm got, because i'm operating yeah. the four c's i'm trying to connect yeah I'm, it's not I'm, about all know, that no, it's not about all that it's just about talking, talking and, you know what i'm saying it's yeah. about cultivating it's about what else she said she said yeah connect create it's about creating yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm like okay this feels you know way better but everything else when i was trying to protect like what people the idea like what are people gonna think yeah of me that was one of the most like yeah. i was like yo what are people gonna think of me like what is like what if i don't do it the right way or like yeah. what if like you know it doesn't and protect my ego too mm-hmm. protect myself yeah, your ego is the yeah. one you're actually trying to protect yeah exactly yeah. to tell you the truth because just like you know like what if i'm not as good as i think i'm at you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying at this so yeah. Which, by the way, like, from being real, we're not as good as we know we can be or as our <laughs> ego thinks we can be. We're exactly. amateurs. The equipment is sick. <laughs> the equipment is sick. Yo, props to you for the crazy interface and the expensive you know camera saying? and the projector. <laughs> like, but, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. You listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of Howard Stern, you know. Shout out to all my Jewish parents that grew up in Long Island. But besides that, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. At all. No. Yeah. But it feels good. You know what I'm saying? Feels good to do the actual work. Yeah. And perfection is just one of those things that it's like it should be banned. Like there shouldn't even be a 10 out of 10. Because perfection is so subjective so it's cool if you take it from the context of like what you think is perfect in your life and what i think is perfect but it's also like you can't hold anybody to the standard of perfection there's no such thing as true perfection everything is imperfect and not to be corny but that's you know perfection is imperfection right and it's like in it's like i think of just for what we do i think of the artist who puts out something today that everyone's excited about and then a year they look back and go oh shit and it's like, no, it wasn't shit. You did that a year ago and it was great. And you've come and you to a different loved place. It when you yeah. did it too. And now it's shit, you know? It's like in hindsight, everything is 2020. Yeah. And yeah. that is really 
again, like at the center of that to me, when I look back on my life and the things I know and what we do for work and my personal life and my family, I'm like, that is ego. Yeah. That is ego. And it's like, I don't know how else to say it, but it's just so obvious once I start to really realize that, you know, comparing myself to other people, seeing where other people are at. If I look at this podcast, where are other podcasts that I like at? at. And it's like, it gets, it's a slippery slope, dog. It's dark. You could take it for any route. For sure. <laughs> this person's got this much money. This person lives in this type of place. Their business is oh growing like gosh, this and mine's 100%. not. But we started at the same place, you know? It's like, <sighs> put all that aside all for right, a second. second. If yeah. you silence the noise, it's just like, oh, man. Yeah. It feels a lot better. Because, again, I don't know what those people are going to. I don't know what that person is dealing with or what it's very true. anything that collective is dealing with, you know? So it's like, idea of perfection is just is so um at the center of it again to me is just ego like i think ego invented the word perfection you know honestly yeah that's really like what i see you know when i think about it but it is you know it is definitely a scary thing at times this is the thing i don't know I don't know if we don't need it, though. Okay, so that's my question. Does the ego... And it's like, look at this note that I have. Yeah. Does the ego protect us and drive us? So you're saying the four Ps. Yeah. And I'm just naturally writing. Right. Because I'm shitting on the ego. Right. And I'm like, okay, I need to say something positive about the ego. going on. Yeah. And I write, does the ego protect us? And I told you where I stand. I fuck the ego. I don't need its protection. Right. If I'm being real, I'm yeah. fine. You know, I'm like a baby learning the world and I can fall on my head. Yeah. And I'll get back up, you yeah. know, but does the ego protect us and drive us? And it's like, first of all, uh, I'd say it again, driving me. No. no, protecting me. I believe is a false sense of protection. Protecting me from what? Yeah, I can. My I can own insecurities. That. Yeah. That's it. That's how I feel. Like, especially with where we're at in this conversation now. I think that because I think there's a purpose for everything. Yeah. Just broadening, trying to broaden my understanding. I think that there, everything is, is important, especially when it comes to like right now. I think mm-hmm. this is the most important. I think, I think that, um, I think sometimes we get so kind of caught up in like the future and of course, like, like what we did in the past that like, we don't focus on like, okay, mm-hmm. what is actually happening right now? But I I think that having the ego, you need to have it to get to a place to know that you have it. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. in a way it's like, that is the process to get to the place where you're like, you got to, I need to understand. Oh, wow. This is, I think that you need to operate in it to Mm -hmm. know, to, to understand it. Okay. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you have to, it's like, it's, it's just like, I don't feel like everything should just be like smooth. Like you need to be able to like, you need experience. experience, Yeah. Even with your own ego. Exactly. You need it, bro. Because it's like, it teaches you and it also it also it it helps you understand when other people are operating in it Mm -hmm. so you don't so yours don't come out yeah because sometimes once you're when you're operating with somebody who's like they're just like going in on their like you're gonna come up and like that's true two big egos right so if you know what it's like you know the feeling Mm -hmm. it's like okay bet 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 yeah and that makes me think of, like you said, like the right here, or like right now, yeah. right? Like the right now, you need to focus on because it's right now, it's being in the moment. And it also affects the future. Yeah. But it makes me think of people, especially going back to like what we do for a living. And I think just in life that we're at a certain place and a certain place that at a certain time I may be connected with them. Mm -hmm. And then something happened that I contribute to like an inflated sense of ego or Mm -hmm. whatever. Right. And it was like, it's like the, the quote, like, Oh, you changed or, or, or 
you know, so this person got on and then they started moving differently, right? And that can be really tough to deal with as uh, a second party or a third party, especially when the way that they're moving is different towards you. Very true. And, you know, I have like a couple, I have this one example of when I started in music and I was driving a bunch of older, more established people around. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) these people were on top of the world. Like (laughs) literally I could not, like I will not name anybody, but on top of the world, right? And I was like, holy fuck, like I'm just starting in music and I'm in the car with these people. And I know I'm driving them. I'm the kid. They don't know who I am, but I'm like, yo, like every chance to meet someone's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of lessons I even think to this day that I really learned on this. Yeah. Um, but I was, had just gotten sober and I tried to get sober a few times and I'm in the car. And one of the per- people, like kind of the leader who was like, just a fucking wonder person, like revered, you know, in certain ways. And I'm like, Oh my God, this person says to me, Oh, uh, like I said something like I would take these, you know, you want some of these drugs or you want some, something to drink. And I was like, no, I'm okay. And I like was very insecure at the time about my sobriety Yeah. because a lot of my like adolescence and growing up, I was getting messed up. So I like, it kind of was part of my identity, smoking a lot of weed, drinking a lot, experimenting with drugs. And I didn't know how to make this shift. Like I felt uncomfortable and rigged and and everything was off about me like mm-hmm. in a sense socially yeah. right i was very uncomfortable and i was like no and but but i'm also i was transparent i was like no i'm okay like and you and he was like well why like why don't you want any like why don't you and I'm, first of all mind you i'm driving the car <laughs> through like Westlake, which is like hilly and there's a lot of people it's dark out it's like yo do you want me fucked up and i'm like no, I just, I, I was like, I, I'm sober. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. And that's the truth. And he said, oh, so you're a faggot. <laughs> what? In the car with all these people. And I'm like, like, I, I just remember, like, I couldn't wait to get home that night. Wow. Couldn't wait to get home. Right. And it's like, I, there's nothing right, obviously, about using that language. I'm guilty of joking around my friends or saying words that are not acceptable. But this was like, oh, he looked at me and was like, oh, so you're a faggot. Like that was... How did you react in that moment? I was scared. So I just like was like, huh, no, like I'm cool. Like, you know, like I was, I was insecure. Right. And again, I just gotten started. I've been working in a team, but I'm just getting started in music. And I'm with somebody who like has the ability to change lives, is changing lives to this day in the music business. Right. And is still somebody who professionally I admire the things this person's doing. Yeah. But could I ever be in a room with this person and, and be cool? No, not unless I brought this up. Yeah. Would this person even care to hear it? No. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was like it's something that was so confusing yeah. because it took so long. It was like it was like, yo, you just kind of you used obviously a terrible word, but you also like you used it in like a true like insulting manner, Honestly. right? So as much as like, I know that like we're not, there's certain things every year we're learning about how we're inappropriate in our yeah. behavior and we're learning Honestly. more about other culture and how we need to do better. And, and, and I'm, again, like I said, I'm guilty of it at times. Yeah. But to be like so insulting and to use that word in such a hateful way was like, oh, and, and for me, it was such a setback in terms of feeling like, yo, can I do this yeah, because if uncomfortable because if this is the type of people I got to be around, am I gonna am I gonna survive? Yeah, and you know I I look back on it now and obviously everything worked out, but I look back on it now and I'm like, yo, that person was winning so hard and they're winning still to this day so hard. And I was like, but their ego is fucked. Yeah, like your ego to be to do that is so is so controlling be, of you. Yeah, bro. you know, it has to be literally steering. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like leaving that night and the things that were going on, like, you know, as I was leaving 
and it was a dark place. Yeah. It was like the things that everybody was kind of getting into. It was dark. And I was like, damn, all this success and all this fame and like, this is what you want to do with it. Yeah. Like, this is what you want to do with it, you know? And I think about it to, to this day and, and finally having a taste of certain success. Like I was saying earlier, I, I realized when I finally got to a certain place to like what I consider like level two, you know, <laughs> of 30, 30, right? I was like, I got to level two and it was kind of empty in a way. And I was like, okay, like, what do I want to do? And I was like, I want to make, do I, do I really want to make all this money? Yes, I do. But why? Why? And it's like, okay, let me, let me think about why. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want to help people. Yeah. I obviously want like my life to be good. I want the people around me to be good. And I'm blessed in a lot of ways that the people around me are good for in so many ways, but also I obviously want my own family and this or that, but I want to, I want to, I want to help people. I want to meet my basic needs and then help people, People. you know? And why do I, you know, do I care about people knowing my name? No, I don't. If I'm being honest, yeah. you say it, it sounds funny because we're sitting here doing this, but it's like, again, I want to help people. people. I want people to reach out. I want to connect with people I've never met, yeah. you know, and I want to talk to those people and I want to do it with no strings attached from a place that's yeah, like bro. just pure and yeah, authentic, bro. you know? I mean, but that I, I, I was thinking about that while I was walking my son today. I was like, why do I want? Yeah. This my, like I always like to try to just remind myself like mm-hmm. and I thought about it and I was like I really think it's because in this in this world that we live in the people with the most wealth or with the most money whatever it is people listen. Mm-hmm. And it was it's important to me to get to a place where I have enough wealth where people will just be like, where I can ask people to chill. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To just calm, like, yo, chill. (laughs) Yeah. Just chill. Yeah. Calm down. What's really important. But like, it it seems like everybody's just chasing, 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 but they don't even know why they're chasing. Yeah. Like to me, it's like, yes, to help people, but I want to get as as farther as far as I can get to to where as many people will listen to me and just be like, yo, everybody calm down. Mm-hmm. What's really important is that you kick it with your children and you kick it with your family mm-hmm. and y'all go on vacation yeah. and have fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Chill with yeah. all of this. Like cause y'all it's, it's doing like chill. Yeah. Experience. Live. Mm-hmm. Love laugh calm down yeah because i feel like we are just getting caught up in like the 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 things that are going on and like the ups and downs and and like oh i don't have enough for this or i don't have but what do you have yeah and how can you be happy with that yeah it's like and like what are you doing it for you know like when when i think about how i work which is you know, I'm sure if you ask people with me, it's like, yo, Troy's serious. He gets up, he works out and he works. And sometimes he's in the room, you know, he's in and out around the house, but he's, I'm in the room till midnight or 1am or whatever, whatever it is. Right. And I have to check myself at times because I do love the process. Yeah. And in a way, like, even when I think of Tori, it was like at this place where once it was like taking off like a rocket ship, I kind of felt like I didn't need to be around as much as weird as that is, because I was like, I liked the process so much more addicted to. Yeah. That's why I like the development stage. Yeah. That's fun to me. Yeah. Once it's out of here. (laughs) And that sounds crazy because, you know, we all, we all want it to be. but. But it's like, bro, once we're at, I remember us walking out on the Drake tour in London on the fifth or fourth night. Yeah. The lights were going on and it was like, we moving DA. I'm like, what? These people are ch- what? Yeah. Like, <laughs> bro, like we, we, we did it dog. Yeah. We yeah. did, we did it to the, like, I mm. want to do this again though. Yeah. Like I, I want to go back to where it was just me in the, 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 
the Mohawk and 40 people <laughs> in there, dog. <laughs> Me and you just on the stage and just, hey, it's up. I want to go back to that. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> definitely fun. It's, it's fun, dog. And then it it helps you make the next one even better yeah, and better. Yeah. And it's cool to see and the you growth. you soak in. You soak yeah. in those moments a lot more than, you know, yeah. when you're on the journey, you're just so yeah, just absorbed. Yeah. That you don't even get to celebrate the wins that you had. Like, True. you know, we, this is how, how much I didn't, we, we, when we went to the Grammys, we left early. Yeah. You left early. <laughs> that was always a dream of mine to go to the Grammys. Yeah. My ego let me leave early. I was so egotistical to think like, yo, I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the guy's name, like, I'm going to butcher, but wasn't it something that almost sounded like Tori? So I was like, the Grammy goes to. No, you, know, you know who won it? I think um, Maxwell won the Grammy, dog. But what was this? It was a, a mad people. It was, a, it was quite a few people. I think we were up against. We were up against quite a few people, dog. And I, I remember when that happened, we just, we left early. But the song, yeah. I'm, so I could be wrong, but I think the song sounded like it started like, because of like love. <laughs> it wasn't actually love, but it was like the Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> what year was it? It was like. It was 2017. 17, 18. 2017 Grammy for R&B record <laughs> of the year goes, is, and then it was like. Later, child by Maxwell, and then I, but like the the L had everybody being like, what did Tori do? Did he just walk he was out? Just, he was just like, ah, oh, nah, nah, I can't really. And we we left, like we left. And you could have stayed. I could have stayed and mingled, and like we had like all the passes, like we we had the TV. Yo, dog, yeah. we had we were lit that yeah. day too. We had everything, but my ego let me leave, dog. Yeah, it's crazy because I'm the opposite. My ego didn't even let me try to go. <laughs> not because I was afraid to, to was of like, us nah, losing. Wanna, yeah, I don't even want to ask and get told no. Get told no or, or be there and feel like I'm not supposed, supposed to, be to be there. there. Yeah, you know, dog. like that's my ego. Right. When I, I should have just like, gone. Yeah, like, fuck it. I should have went. I should have went. I should have went to the backstage. I should have. Should have met Beyonce. I know you would have too. <laughs> I should have shook people's hands. Yeah. Like, that's what I should have done. But yeah. nah. nah, but you lost. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking loser. loser. So yeah. I left early. And I only wore that suit for that. <laughs> where is that suit? I don't even know where that suit is, dog. Damn. But dog, bro. That was such a fun time too, man. That is funny. It's funny, bro. It's funny. The Grammys. It'll never happen again. I, that I won't leave early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll happen again. Yeah, but I'm definitely not leaving. You're not leaving early. God. And then we all hate the Grammys <laughs> because we all aren't in it, you know. But when you win one, or when you're you stay a whole night and you meet people and your life changes, you're gonna love the Grammys. You're you're gonna be the silent Grammy supporter, but you're gonna be at every single one. That's real, though. Yeah, that's very real. But if they don't, but until I get there, I hate. I boycott them. <laughs> I won't watch the Grammys until I get. Yeah, until I get one. Nah, nah. Yeah, I'm out. Trash. Stupid Grammys. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's interesting because it's like coming off of just all of those moments and the highs that we built through the journey of our management business and the clients we'd worked with outside of Tory, some sick clients yeah, and some sorry. sick memories. And, you know, even if they were short lived, like working with cash page or working with Mariah, like, you know, Mariah wasn't super short lived, but it was like, there were some projects that every time I worked on, I was like, if I can work on this, I know I'm in, I know I'm, I know I'm, I deserve to be here. Yeah. And when that all kind of went away, which I think we wanted it to in a, mm -hmm. in a way when we were like, yo, I want, we knew what better business probably looks like. Mm -hmm. And so when that kind of went away and we, we got rid of that model and the clients that came with it, yeah. um, it was a huge, it's been a huge ego check Yeah, because could 
at that time be moving a certain way because we had rising tides of success and and different artists that were cool and then you had Tori who was just getting bigger and bigger and you know I really feel like right now is an amazing time for me because the way I've had to check my ego was like at this moment is about I've had to look back on how I started my career and the way I started it was because I had nothing to lose and I had everything to gain and I knew how important learning was. So I was like, how many people can I talk to? How many questions can I ask? How much can I listen to other people? What can I learn? It was like, I was like so, so naive in the greatest way and coming off of like a first level of success and knowing now, okay, how would I do it differently? How can we build a business that's more sustainable and all of these things. But it's as if like the first few months of being in that, I was like, I don't have to prove myself to anybody. I just deserve it. We did this already. We've been there. You've been to the Grammys. I I don't have to (laughs) prove this. I don't have to take my time. Bro, you're worthy. But, but the thing is, is my experience of course never leaves me. Yeah. But my ego is the thing that tells me that I have to not do the same work I did when I was, you know, getting out of school. And the truth is I have to do the same work. That's true. I think that that that's what can happen is like you you can the ego can get into a place where you stop or you think that you you don't have to do Mm -hmm. the things that you first did when you came in. But like I miss that naive me, bro. I always try to tap into him and like miss it all the time how can i just how can i just use the square and like like scan merch yeah i want to get to that yeah way more fearless yeah go flyer and like like how can i get to that place bro because that is the that's a scary person and it's like and, and and my ego also gets in the way now sometimes where i say okay i'm 29 like it was easier to do that when I was young and I was looked at as like a kid and it's so stupid to think that way. Like it really is. It's like the, it's like the idea that, you know, um, the success, the ego, the successful person's ego prevents them from doing something because the only thing that they can see is what they've already done. Yeah. You know, and when you're so wrapped up in what you've already done, it's like, it's like it, you think it's a it's a right to talk to people a certain way Very true. to to always act like you're in some position of power and authority um and it stops you from doing the real work and the real work that either needs to be done for us like to maybe build something from more of a ground level or for somebody to scale what they have to a bigger level think about all the time right now because we're in such a, a rebuild and at the end of the day, I'm so excited about it. More excited oh, than too. I was when we were at our, our peak with oh, our last business. That's for sure. But I always am like, well, at the first few months, I was like, well, yeah, this is exciting, but things should be coming to us. <laughs> no, fucker. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares, yeah. right? nobody cares, bro. You got to do. And I think um, someone said that. <clears throat> yeah get the quote yeah, up dog. it's crazy what? it's crazy guys my number is 310-621-3401 just bring opportunities our way you know because we deserve it <laughs> but yeah i was i was listening to lewis house uh podcast and he was like yo a bad day for the ego is a great day for the hero inside of you i was like wow, yeah dog. yeah I really, really related to that. I was like, yo, yeah, that's for real. Because every time my ego gets hit with something. Yeah. And like I'm into a place where I'm like, okay, I got to figure it out. Yeah. What's really going on here? Yeah. It's like, you know what's scary? is like people that want to figure out how to live forever. Yeah, but I, I think that's kind of why artists are like so. Yeah, they kind of live their life in such like the Twenty Seven Club. Like, I I kind of get it because these artists who 
love their art so much and they get to this place of success where that like everyone and you know the going down part nobody wants to, to deep crash nobody wants to experience that dog yeah so they would rather go out being remembered forever being you know mm-hmm. being you know these these larger than life people but it's like it's like an artist who gets to the top and has to come down that can get be a dark place bro yeah it's just like an athlete like when you realize that you when you when you've been praised and and been revered for this one thing this whole time and then like it's over yeah Humans and immortality is like a real thing. People think they like people unintentionally want things to last forever. Yeah. I just read this book and I wasn't really into it until the very end. And I usually just put it, throw away a book if I'm not into it, but I just, for some reason kept going. I don't know if I couldn't find anything else. It's called Circe. It's like Mm -hmm. a Greek mythology book. But at the end, I can't even, I mean, I'll ruin it if I say this, (laughs) but it doesn't matter. I'll say it at the end. Um, but there's a disclaimer if anybody's reading this book, I guess. <laughs> but at the end, she goes through this whole journey. She's lived for like 500 years or something. You know, she's like a goddess or a child of a goddess. And she has like this one kind of last thing she has to do on her journey. And it's to like kind of look into who she really wants to be through like a spell. And she ends up just becoming like mortal. And it was like, Getting towards the end, I was like, God, I'm tired for this girl. Like, this, her son's going to eventually die. She's like, her lovers have passed. Like, and everything's just coming and going. It's like, can you really do that forever? Forever? And then she's like, got her happiest in the book when she realizes that she's getting older. She's like, going to die eventually. And she's going to grow old. And it's like, yes, you know, (laughs) like, I know that sounds weird, but yes, you know, it's like, it's like, it would be crazy. And then you think of like, you know, vampires, like I remember watching True Blood and seeing like people that just live forever. Like, oh, they could, but they could make so much money in forever. You know, they can do so many things in forever. But it's like, when does it like, but what would you do forever? forever. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. What would you do forever? I don't know. But like, <laughs> again, how much is that is tied to our egos? That's very true. And what we think, oh, but we can accomplish with this time and do this or that, you know? Um, It's just, like, flawed. It's just fucked up, but... So, are we in agreement we probably kind of need it? I... I, I'm going to have to think long and hard about (laughs) why I need it. I need it because I needed to know it was there. That I agree with you on. Yeah, that's all. Do I need it to push me? Push me? No, I don't... Yeah, that's what I kind of agree to you there now because i thought i felt like i needed it sometimes to push me because i didn't trust myself and and feel like i was maybe worthy of what i felt like i needed or 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 what i felt like i deserved right um but now like like talking to you i'm like okay when i'm not operating in it and when i'm just genuinely connecting Mm mm-hmm that is enough. Yeah. And the feeling that I'm and the energy that I'm able to portray on somebody and then for them to be like, wow, mm-hmm. that meant something to me. That is enough. Yeah. yeah. No, it definitely is. You know, it's it's ironic. I have a, a friend who was there for me in a really hard time. And I was like, yo, I don't know what the fuck to do. And everybody was kind of like talking through whatever I was going through with me. But this person said, yo, just go and help people. Like, just if you go help people, you'll feel like, you'll just, you'll learn a lot more and you'll move on a lot faster. And that's what I did. I went and like finally started like going to help people and work, started working at like a nonprofit, which I love. And to this day, you know, try to find ways to be involved with even from a distance. It's called School on Wheels, but I was like, so it's so funny. I was so uncomfortable there at first because mm-hmm. I wasn't spending time helping people. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing shit for other people, I was doing shit for me. And when I got hurt or whatever, I was going through something. I only cared about me mm-hmm. and, you know, spending a day a week at this place, right. Or, or bringing in some of the people we worked with to meet some of the kids there and to spend time with them was like, it's like something I constantly still think about because it was those moments we're just 
finally wasn't about me. And really it just wasn't my ego telling me it was all about me, Yeah, you know? And that's what I mean by like, I do love working. I do want to accomplish things. I want to be an example for one day when I have kids, like I want to be example for people around me, but why, you know, it's because I want those people to be able to go help more people. I want those people to know that people exist that do try to help people, you know, and things Contribute. like that. Yeah. Boom. One of those seas, dog. Yeah. I'm a long I'm a long way Contribute, from there. Dog. You know, like I'm not a hero at all. I haven't I haven't done nearly enough. Yeah. And I realize that and recognize that. But it's definitely just seems like the only path that makes it all make sense. Hundred percent. Well, how can we just do our part while we're here mm-hmm. you know um <clears throat> be decent you know what i'm saying because I, I i think uh when we when we are gone like it's like that's what's gonna last is yeah the, the, the effect that you had on people yeah and how you made them feel yeah can't take the money with you you can't take the house with you you can't take any of this stuff with you mm-hmm. but people will have that feeling and, and when they speak at, at your funeral or, or when they talk about you to other people like they'll they'll be talking about memories and, and the, the things that you said to them and the things that, that 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 meant the most to them are usually feelings yeah so yeah well this was sick we have a uh it was a good one man. a hammond team call we got to jump on right now yeah. So let's do that and (laughs) we'll be back next week, I guess. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thanks everyone.